That's right, everybody. It's time to play America's favorite new game show. Did the Twins bullpen do its job? Where we find out if the Twins bullpen did its job. And now your host, Derek Wetmore. Derek! Rom Rami, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. The Twins did hold off to win last night in Cleveland to salvage a game from that three-game series. They win 5-4 to four against the Tribe. But... Jose Brios was kind of dazzling, and then uh, things got interesting. Things got interesting at the very end of the game, so this should be a fun show. we got Manny Hill, contestant. Um, I'm your host, Derek Wetmore. You guys watched Brios dazzle. We talked about the change-up last segment, about how just filthy it was last night, and great sign for the Twins, by the way, if he's going to be that guy. But this game is not about the starting pitchers. This game is about the bullpen, so after... Jose Ramirez reached on a little dribbler to second base that Jonathan Scope bobbled. Rocco Baldelli decided that's about enough for Brios. He was up over 100 pitches, so he went and got Matt McGill. Manny, listen closely. Matt McGill walked the first hitter on four pitches. Second hitter, he gave up a single that scored the run that had been on base from Brios. He does not get the earned run charged to his name. But that is all Matt McGill did before Rocco Baldelli went back and got the ball. What do you think? Did Matt McGill do his job? Uh, he did not retire a batter. Therefore, uh, he, Matt McGill did not do his job. All right. I set you up kind of easy on that yes. one. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I don't think anyone was going to catch any uh, arguments on that. Afterwards, though, Trevor May came in to replace Matt McGill. His job, in my opinion, I'm not trying to pollute the waters or anything like that here, yeah, there's runners on base, but now now you don't want this game to get interesting. Come in, strike some guys out, shut it down, just it's over. Trevor May comes in and Roberto Perez on a 1-1 count lifts a sack fly to score that walk that Matt McGill put on base. The run doesn't go to May, but the run scores. And uh, then afterwards, Leonis Martin popped out to shortstop and Francisco Lindor grounded out. What do you think? Did May do his job there? I'll say yes, he did. Interesting. Now, he, I understand he gave up the sack fly, but it's not his fault that that runner was on. It's Matt McGill's fault. So I think uh, I'll, I'll, give, I'll give Trevor May, I'll, I'll give him a pass on that one. I, I'll say he uh, did his job there. It's interesting, too, because he's basically trying to bridge the gap there. If you mm-hmm. watch the way Rocco has managed his bullpen through the first two months of the season or so, it's not always true, but I would say what, what I've kind of started to sense they're looking for is – when is the heart of the order coming up? When are when are the best guys coming up? Is it going to be in the seventh, eighth, or ninth? That's when we want Taylor Rogers or Blake Parker. Otherwise, let's get uh, Trevor Hildenberger or Trevor May or Matt McGill or whatever. Let's use these guys as a bridge to the next guy I'm going to bring up. Mm-hmm. Taylor Rogers comes in in the eighth inning, cleaning. He starts the eighth inning. With the Twins leading, let's see, what was it at that point? It was 5-3 to three after May gave up the sack fly. So anyway, Taylor Rogers comes in to start the eighth inning, strikes out Jason Kipnis, Carlos Santana grounds out, and Jake Bowers strikes out swinging. As Manny alluded to earlier, that uh, fourth strikeout uh, put the sombrero on Jake Bowers' head after Jose Brios had a great night against him um, as a starter. However, Rogers' night was not done because he stretched then around to go to the ninth inning, Fly out Jose Ramirez, strike out Jordan Luplo. So you got a two-run lead, your closer on the mound, if you want to call him your closer. 
They pinch hit Oscar Mercado, who hit a home run off Taylor Rogers. Again, a little bit, uh, you're starting to think, why does this guy give up so many home runs? He's elite. But before the Indians can mount a comeback, Roberto Perez grounds out to shortstop to end the game, and Taylor Rogers does get out. He earns the save, his sixth of the season. The Twins earn the win to go, I think, 41-20 and 20 on the season. This is an interesting one, Manny, because it got shaky. I know a lot of Twins yeah. fans were nervous, and they, they were dreaming of Craig Kimbrell. What do you think? Did Taylor Rogers do his job in that spot? I will say yes with an asterisk. Okay. Because this the last week or so with Taylor Rogers, it's it's kind of like the the uh the 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 gif of the guy, the blinking eye guy yeah, gif yeah, where yeah. it's like oh, come again. And Taylor Rogers is giving up home runs and hits and it's been an interesting last week for Taylor Rogers. So I'll say yes, he did his sure. job because he finished the game, and ultimately the Twins won the game. He got the save. He got six outs and all that. But yep. it's something to keep your eye on, I think. You nervous? Because you and I were at that Brewers game that he gave up the bombs, and you started, mm-hmm. like, we, we were sitting there thinking, oh, I mean, this game's over. It's Taylor Rogers, and you've got a lead. Like, they're just, yeah. it's done. And home run, home run. And now that's that's not the last time we've seen this. Are you starting to be, I don't know, nervous or worried, whatever the word? I'm not nervous or worried, but I'm just... I'm go- it, it's something I'm going to keep a close eye on, I think, over can, the next couple of weeks. Just can announcer Ram Rami chime in here? I would love second. it if announcer Ram Rami chimed in. That's exactly what I'm worried about. When Going back to the first segment and talking about some urgency to go out and get a reliever. Sure. I think we're starting to see the wear already on Taylor Rogers, and I would like to see the load lightened on him and the other arms that you actually can count on right and, now in the Twins bullpen. And he threw 34 pitches last night. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. right. So night off tonight. Let's uh, let's wrap the game show because I agree with Manny's takes, and let's get to five people that you could bring in if you wanted to to uh, stem the workload for guys like Blake Parker and Taylor Rogers. This has been America's favorite game show. Did the Twins bullpen do its job for producer Manny Hill, your host Derek Wetmore? I'm Rami Rami. Rami Rami. No, I'm good. just Rob Rami. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Now back to the Scoredorth First Place Twins Show and Five Thoughts. That's right. It's Five Thoughts, everybody. It's uh, Amazing transition. The column that was so good, it couldn't just be kept to the written word. And Manny, we've been looking for a nickname for this guy. I think we just (laughs) stumbled into it. Rami Rami. Rami Rami. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. (laughs) Formerly the driver of the Bomba bus. Sorry. Uh, I think I'm still driving. But today's Five Thoughts are... Five relievers who the Twins could go after now that Craig Kimbrell is off the market. Derek yeah. Wetmore. I wish we had more time to talk about this because there are more than five I mean, guys. Feel free to carry it over into the next hour when uh, we swap out Rami for Judd. When when Rami Rami hands off the keys and the actual bus drivers in the studio. Yeah, that'd be right. fun. Yeah. Um, so I think that a guy that I would look at right now because Toronto's out of it is Ken Giles. He's having an amazing year. He's pitched in the World Series. Everyone's going to point out that how did he pitch in the World Series? And I'm going to say fine. But. I am buying on stock of, I'm looking for two things right now. Really three, but three is being greedy. Two things, bad team, elite reliever. The third thing, if I can have it, team control next year or beyond. So if you check all three of those boxes, I've already called you. If if you check Agreed. the boxes that I want to satisfy, that's a phone call that's been placed or a text. He's but at maybe the top I was, of my list. Maybe I was G-chatting them. I don't know. Yeah. Don't, I guess they don't do that anymore. Google Hangouts. That's Whatever. not a thing. Is that a thing? Are people yeah, doing that? Yeah, it's like that's what the new, that's what G Chat is. I don't think they call it that anymore. 
But I still do a column every Wednesday. Is that a thing people use, though? Oh, sure. The I G-chat, chat people really? online. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. I just got right. my email open all day. Question for you, Derek. Yes. On uh, Ken Giles, sure. would you be interested in a Ken Giles, Marcus Stroman package from the Blue Jays? It's a fascinating thing to dive into. I'm not sure Marcus Stroman checks the boxes that I need checked right now. I just, I if I'm dealing for a starter, and by the way, maybe this would be a fun five thoughts in the future, like package deals. Cause mm-hmm. I know people have asked me that same thing about Madison Bumgarner and Will Smith in San Francisco. My answer on Stroman is the same as my answer on Bumgarner is like, man, unless the price is just too good to pass up and I'm adding him as depth, I'm not stoked about it. I, I get stoked about top shelf starting pitchers. If you're going to go get Noah Syndergaard, if you're going to go get Trevor Bauer and bump everybody down, everybody including Jose Barrios down, you got a new game one starter, I'm stoked. That's what I get excited right, about if I'm sure. the Twins. But to me, Stroman's not that guy. It's Is like he he's got some name recognition. in this rotation? He's like a four in this rotation. I mean, maybe that's being unkind, but rotation's got some really good arms in it. It does. Barrios, AL ERA leader, Jake Odorizzi. Yeah. Kyle Gibson's had some starts, and Martin Perez had a nice run. I'm not, I, I'm not on the camp that says that Martin Perez's run is over, but my point is you're not trying to replace Michael Pineda right. in October. Right. You're trying to replace Martin Perez making that game three or start. Or Gibson making, right. if he has to make. Exactly. Start. Whatever right. whatever that case is. So, so no, I'm probably out on the package deal, um, but it's something that the Twins should monitor and it's something they probably will be calling about. I'm feeling we're, we're going to run out of time and this will carry over to the top of the hour. And by the way, Thad Levine is going to join the Score North first place Twins show at 120. And uh, Judd Zolgad sits in my chair when I get out of here at 1 o'clock. Will Smith, can I throw him in the ring as one of the five thoughts from the San Francisco Giants? Absolutely, you can. I saw a lot of Will Smith when he was in Milwaukee with the Brewers. And just a, a really reliable guy. He's, he doesn't he doesn't light the world on fire. He doesn't really jump off the page at you or, 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 or pop on the screen when you watch him pitch. But just very consistent very reliable. You know what you're going to get from him when he comes into the game and has been really good for a bad Giants team this year. It's hard to rack up 13 saves yeah. when you're playing for a team that bad. <laughs> and he has a 2-3-8 ERA to go along with it. So I, I really would like to see them inquire on a Will Smith. And is he, he's not a big velocity, right? No. I'm trying to think of his Brewers days because he was also somebody I had circled for the Twins back then. Was that 15 when they made their little run I, that might have been the year that i had him on my short list but it's the kind of arm that you need doesn't necessarily have to be huge velocity right the kind of arm you need is outs and preferably strikeouts and he's got another year of control i think i think so will smith let me double check but i'm pretty sure you're right yeah i just think that by the, the way t- you have to google will smith giants otherwise you're going to get uh, aladdin <laughs> trailers so <laughs> Jada Pinkett facts. (laughs) I I think that there is enough there that it's worth a phone call that I have to figure out the price, of course, just like I do with any of these guys. But I love the question on team control. To me, that's a bonus. I think of it as like, I want first a bad team. Well, first an elite reliever, second a bad team, so they'll do business now. But third, and if those boxes are both checked, then I'm also inquiring about, hmm, What's it look like in 2020? What's Actually, it look like no, in 2021? He, he's a free agent at the end of the year. So a straight up rental. rental. Yeah. Okay. Well, see, to me, that's not a deal breaker. I would still, if the Twins view him as an as an upgrade type arm, and I believe that they do, 
then that would be the kind of move that you could definitely go out and say, all right, we're not going to have to give up a top flight prospect for this. Like I heard you guys talking about just to throw you on blast before you leave the studio here, Rami Rami. Uh, I heard you guys on Mackie and Judd with Rami Rami uh-huh. talking yesterday. I'm going to work hard to make that stick, Manny. I need your help. Um, on Mackie and Judd with Rami Rami, you were talking about <laughs> trading an Alex Kirilov or Royce Lewis type prospect in a Madison Bumgarner Will Smith, and I'm just so no, no. far out on that. It was in the Stroman-Giles Stroman deal. Stroman-Giles, yeah. okay. I'm still out on that. One but. of the two. And again, this has been my stance for a couple of weeks now since we started talking trade possibilities. If the right opportunity presents itself, and there you're getting a reliever, a top-notch closer, and a pretty good pitcher, like a, a two or a three in most rotations, not just for this year, but both with contractual control, Beyond this season, they're going to ask for a top prospect for a package like that. And I'm going to say thanks, but no thanks. I'll call somebody else. You can't prospect hoard. Not, no, I'm this, not. I'm this not, isn't I'm the not, time. Not, this is not, not the a time. prospect hoarder. This is not the time for prospect hoarder. Absolutely right on the nose. This is not the time to get worried about losing your number seven prospect because one day he might be a big league starter. I'm out on that. But those two guys, and I throw Gratterall on this list too. Completely untouchable? Not moving them. Completely untouchable. Give me Mike Trout and Shohei Otani oh, and we'll stop. talk. Stop it. I mean, like, nobody's stop untouchable. It. Stop. That's crazy <laughs> talk. There's going to be plenty of crazy talk next. Judd Zulgad hops in my chair Ooh, for another boy. hour of Twins Talk on the Score North First Place Twins Show live from Bombasota, the land of 10,000 rakes. Dad Levine joins the guys at 125 Thoughts continues right after this. My baseball friends, Mackie here for Federated Mutual Insurance Company. Business owners, I'm talking to you, and I've been one myself. I know what goes into it. You love it, but you're grinding every day, solving problems, taking care of employees. It helps tremendously to have an insurance company that gives you peace of mind as you navigate the challenges of running a business. When you partner with Federated, you get more than just a policy. You benefit from over a century of experience in making businesses as successful as they can be. Visit federatedinsurance.com to find your local representative. Federated Insurance, it's our business to protect yours. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest-growing TV brand. It's the Score North Twin Show. Changeup got him looking wild. Well, there's 94, a high fastball, a strikeout, and a quick second inning for Barrios. Changeup got him. And strikeout number three for Barrios. Changeup got him again. Wow. See? Fastball for strike three. Changeup, maybe his best of the night, and he struck him out for the third time. That last one is the one I was talking about earlier. Yeah, <laughs> just dive. He, he, it was funny because they were showing him walking back to the dugout, and he it looked like he was giving a little grin to Crack a smile, deal. Yeah. Like <laughs> I yep. saw that. That was really good. Yeah. This is the Score North first place twin show. I'm Derek Wetmore. That's Manny Hill on the other side of the glass. We're trading out the guy who used to drive the Bomba bus, Rami Rami Makloff, for the new Bomba bus driver, Judd Zolgad and Matthew Collars joins two us. Names now? Yeah. Uh, he accidentally just nicknamed himself. It was Rami uh, Rami? disappointing. Yeah. Better than Rambo. So what, what we saw last night to me is why Barrios can be an ace. That's what an ace does. That's right. He takes a two-game losing streak and says, guess what, tonight it, it ends. That was the performance that you, if you are grooming him to be atop your rotation for years to come, that was what you need to see. 
We are going to get to Brios, of course. We're going to ask GM Thad Levine, who joins the show around 120 or so, calling into the Score North first place twins show to talk. I'm sure Judd will ask him about Craig Kimbrell, and I'm sure Judd, the media jackal, he'll ask him about Dallas Keuchel. I'll ask him about I the bullpen meltdown. I should be fired. <laughs> we can trust him to ask the tough questions, but one of the things that we're finishing up here is five thoughts from the last segment. That is five relievers that the Twins could trade for now that Craig Kimbrell is in the rearview mirror. We already brought up in the first segment with Rami and Manny. We brought up uh, Ken Giles in Toronto, and then Rami brought up Will Smith in San Francisco. Both guys that I think could make real sense for the Twins. I'll move right on and go to one that's in the division. Thought number three relievers they could trade for would be Shane Green of the Detroit Tigers. Judd, I know you were talking about him. Maybe that was last week we were talking about. Guys who are out there, relievers who are competent and capable, how would you feel about adding Shane Green to the back of that bullpen? What's the price for him? Yeah, that's not much. You're not going to be giving up a top prospect. You'll give up a good player, somebody you'd like to have. I wouldn't be anti- I wouldn't have, if that's where you, you land, I guess initially as I start to look at things, if I'm uh, uh, Derek and Thad, I'm trying to uh, fry bigger fish than that. Okay. But if I end up there, it's not the complete end of the world. So Matthew, let me ask you, because this is your, is this your first time on the Score North Twins? Oh, no, no, no. You were here to rant and rave about Miguel Sano. Uh, I was here to defend my correct position on Miguel Sano. <laughs> that's right. I wish he'd played last night so we had a little bit more juice for that, but... Well, we'll get to it. What was nice was the next game after we put that out there, he uh, threw the ball away and then yeah, grounded out in a big situation. That so, happened. Um, Congratulations, Nobody Matthew was in Collar. my mentions after that. We're really. not going to talk about Miguel Sano today. I want to ask you about Craig Kimbrell because you and I have not talked about this. That Yeah, of course, I think we all agree that it could have made sense for the Twins. Are you... Uh, you feel like they missed a boat there? Or is trading for a reliever, which has been my contention, is that still a logical path? I think that uh, when you're in a position that the Twins are in right now, that you do things that don't make as much sense if you were just a regular sort of kind of contending team trying to fight for a playoff spot. When you have World Series caliber team written on you, uh, which is them and Houston right now and probably the Yankees. Sure. So you're... One of three. Boston right now is not strong enough. They could be throughout the summer. Maybe they'll get a little bit better. Maybe put Tampa Bay on that list. Yeah. It's a short list. Sure. Um, I kind of knocked them down a little bit of a peg. Maybe this is unfair just after the Twins took three out of four. But I thought, no, you are better than Tampa Bay because their lineup is pretty weak. They've done it with an absurdly low ERA. I don't know if that's going to be able to play uh, throughout the whole season. But anyway, okay, sure. But you're one of four or five teams in the American League who could represent the AL in the World Series, so you act a little bit differently than you would if you were just fighting for a playoff spot. And sometimes you go longer on a contract because that's just what you have to do. That's the price to play poker. And I think of our friends, Judd, you're the hockey guy, our uh, friends, the Boston Bruins, who decided a few years ago to sign David Backus to a tremendously bad contract. Mm -hmm. It was... Long and it was expensive, and he was over 30. And every one of us went, What in the world are they doing? David Backus isn't worth that now, but they've made another Stanley Cup final and they still have a chance to win it. And he's not a star player on the team, but he sure is better than the replacement level player over his career in Boston. Those are the types of moves you make when you know that your window to win is open. 
And I think you make those moves all the time if you're any team that doesn't have what the Yankees do for resources. If you're the Yankees, you make whatever you want to make for moves because you're the Yankees and you can snap your fingers and be at the top of the league the next year just spending more than everybody else. The Twins are not in that spot. And that's why I was actually pretty disappointed that the reason that they didn't go all in was just the third year. Well, yeah, and that now becomes, so that's the key question. What we learn a lot about people when sudden change happens, opportunity is presented, and the question becomes, are you going to go in? Because right now, it's a perfect storm, and you cannot predict that this is going to continue into 2020. But right now, the American League's not that good. You you threw out the teams that are contenders, and you said maybe Boston, but you're not even sure in 2019 about Boston, Collar. The guys that you have added in scope and uh, Cruz and that whole group have been, for the most part, fantastic. You know God is giving you a gift. This is not a nebulous, well, you could use a bat in right field, and you could use a starting pitcher, and you could use bullpen help. You can look right now and, pl- and see plain as day exactly what you need. All of these things are the perfect storm. And now, and now the question for Derek and Thad becomes... You know this. You're smart enough to know this. Do you make the moves necessary to capitalize, which might mean in 2022 you've made a bad trade. But if it ends with a World Series in 2019, Derek, as you've said a thousand times, flags fly forever. And those tattoos. i got to be careful with the wording on that. <laughs> the and, tattoos that everybody got in 2019. Those are permanent, too. And, and I get it, though, with Kimbrell and the age and everything else. And I'm always usually captain of that ship of, mm-hmm. hey, don't pay older players because you're just asking for trouble. Last year, though, he threw an average fastball of 97.1 miles per hour, which is exactly on par for his career. So even into his later years, still throwing 97 miles an hour. And we've seen a number of closers that were the elite closers, not just guys who were, oh, you know, this guy closes for a year or two, and then he's a different role with somebody else or whatever. Like Eddie Guardado was a lefty specialist, and he was a closer, then he was a lefty specialist, and, you know, not not guys like that. I'm talking Rivera, Rob Nen, uh, Troy Percival, like the best of the best. Kimbrell is in that category, yeah. and I think into his early 30s, he should be pretty good. But even if it blows up on you, even if you make an ALCS, you're like, yeah, we got to the ALCS and we knew we had this guy. The other thing, too, is these relievers that they found, congratulations on finding them. I mean, great job. Like, you you found guys who have given you more than you expected. And even if they implode after this, you have to send them down to the minors. They got you to first place and they did great. But do we trust them at all in a five-game series and a seven-game series to close out? Three, four games. Taylor, I mean, Taylor Rogers, Rogers I do. yes. That's uh, it. But Blake Parker is is a guy who certainly can be used. But if you put the faith that they are, are having to put in him right now, and he got up in, in the bullpen last night, and I began to sweat profusely. <laughs> no, you've got a problem. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, so, and- so this is all about, this, this all goes back to a very simple thing. And this is true of the rotation and the bullpen. If you bump everybody back one spot for the most part, aside from a few people, if you can bump them back, it improves you immensely to make a postseason run. So and, he, get, and you don't have to give up anything. That's what I loved about the Kimbrel. Is yeah, not sure. only is he the best player you can get. You brought up 
Shane Green. It's like, okay, I mean, that's just a guy, though, right? I mean, this is just Shane Green. Well, who like, knows? We'll but, see. But Craig Kimbrell is a special Major League Baseball player. This guy he strikes out. He strikes out fourteen per nine innings. But he's not. It's not like he's been out of the league for four years. He was just no, only yeah, nine months. I mean, this is last year that he pitched <laughs> right. sixty-three so, games. So, so that, in that, fairness, that was my frustration. Let's let's give them until July thirty-first. If they don't make aggressive moves, but by then I think we go back totally on different this conversation and say, That's right. "What were you thinking?" That's right. Then I'm aligned with you guys, and I'm also yeah. hitting the panic button. There's another thing that goes around, and uh, I don't know if you guys have said this or not, but I'm not. I'm just not a huge fan of it. Is when we look at the things that the Twins do, and we go, "Well, you know, if they did it, they must have had good reason, and they must be right." Um, I understand why we do that because they've really hit some gems this year. CJ Crone, like what a great job. And Nelson Cruz, uh, has an impact on everybody around him, I think. And I didn't know that about Nelson Cruz before. It was just one year ago that a bunch of moves blew up in their face. I mean, it was one year ago that they didn't keep Anibal Sanchez and he went and had an amazing year somewhere else. One year ago that they had Logan Morrison and, and Lance Lynn wasn't any good. So, I mean, they're fallible as well. And in something like this, I think if the logic was, ah, we just can't go that three years, I I don't think that that was the right line of thinking. Now, there could be other reasons. Kimbrell might have wanted to go to Chicago. Ty goes to the Chicago, maybe. And if they <laughs> came in with the same, right? Then I, go up to four, the then I go up to $45 million. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, that's what I'm saying is like maybe maybe he wanted to be there or whatever else. There's always things behind the scenes that you might not know or might not find out. But if it was only, hey, if you give me three years and a few more million bucks, I'll come here, and that was the only reason they didn't, then I would say, I, I don't think you made the right call. So I've got a couple other relievers that are worth trading for. Number four on my list of those guys would be Michael Givens in Baltimore. I think they'd trade him yesterday. I think that Baltimore is so far out of it, and they're going to be so many years before that's a competitive club again. The Manny Machado era is over. He's not the like lighting the world on fire, Michael Givens, this year, but he's a really good reliever, and in the past, he's been dominant. That might be the kind of guy that I would target and say, how much would this cost in terms of prospects? Because we have what you need, and you have an arm that we could pair with Taylor Rogers at the very back of the bullpen. So I appreciate like what you've done here by researching other teams' relievers so I didn't have to, because I have no idea who Michael Givens is, Um but every name you say, I'm like, is this guy anywhere close to Craig Kimbrell? Like, no. Well, <laughs> I mean, uh, let's I mean, just fast forward. For like let's that? fast forward to number five then, because this guy, I will argue that this guy will have a better stretch run than Craig Kimbrell, and that's Rachel Iglesias. Thought number five, Reds closer. Okay, now we're talking. So that guy is somebody who's come you? up in the past. And what does he cost you? What are you willing two to good give prospects up for him? that you didn't want to lose, but that are not named Royce Lewis, Alex Kirloff, or Bruce Arkaderall? How about Will Smith? Yeah, he's on the list. He, yeah. he was he was the second guy we brought he, up. He's a guy that, in, in but he's me. a rental, so he's not going to cost you. That's an my, arm but that's my leg. point. That's my. If, but if okay, so It'll cost you a finger and maybe okay. a couple toes. Okay, but let's say that is. Let's say you do not want to talk about your top two prospects. You don't want to talk about your top five rentals. Then, Bumgarner, Will Smith. What does that cost you? Because those are the type of moves. And you know what, guys, for the purposes of 2019. Rentals are fine. This is all, if you look at the construction of this roster as a whole, there are plenty of short-term players here right now. This is not your long-time, this is not your 2022 20, Twins. 
No, scope but is scope is gone. So you are trying to. There's win. really only like two guys that you or three guys you're worried about losing next year. But I don't. But my point is, you you have uh, captured lightning in a bottle, and you don't care. So if I can get Bumgarner and Smith as rentals, that's fine. Yeah, everything I, I'm doing right now is geared towards looking at how can I possibly capitalize to win a World Series in 2019 because everything is setting up to get, give me, me that chance. And and I saw this franchise do exactly that. 87, it all came together. They were unbelievable in the dome. On the road, they were sort of garbage at times. But everything came together, and they capitalized. That, to me, is very much the template in some ways of what 2019 is becoming because you're seeing an opportunity here. I started this whole thing by saying, and we're we're kind of on the same page, and after all, you are the driver of the Bomba bus, so... Who am I to say? But I would just suggest that the three things that I'm looking for right now in a trade, I posted this on Score North uh, on Twitter yesterday. The three things that I'm looking for are bad team, elite reliever. Those two are mandatory. Third and final, if I can get it, team control for next year or beyond. So this is not, by no means is yeah, this a yeah. line in the sand, like I won't trade for Will Smith. Heck, I think if the Twins like Will, Will Smith, he's a good trade target. My preference would be a guy like Iglesias if I can get him for more than this year because I think the World Series window is not just 2019. I think the Twins are World Series contenders this year, next year, and the year after that. I would be really good with Iglesias because I think he's a proven top closer who you put right in at the back end of the bullpen and you know exactly what you've got there. The the thing I think about with giving away prospects is just tell me what position isn't in pretty good shape for the next three years. Right. There are very few positions where you say, oh, well, you know, they, you lose got, scope, they got somebody but... coming up, so you got to have this. Okay, well, Royce Lewis is going to be that guy, we assume. But aside from him, and I would even talk about him for the right guy, but aside from him, I mean, you can afford to give up the prospects that you've built up as currency to bring in people because of, of the just the fact that you're set at many positions. Sure. It's a fair point. I'm still not losing a trade just to get a reliever, you know. Like there if you're gonna lose a trade to get a starter, or, well now we're talking a little bit different conversation. But the reliever pool to me is very deep and wide. You can go get somebody good without trading one of your stud prospects. Call of Duty Modern Warfare is here, and so is Mountain Dew. Roger that. Now you can unlock in-game rewards like only Dew can. Wait, what rewards? A Dew Operator skin. Man, I love Operator skins. Dual double XP, and even Call of Duty points. You're kidding me. Double XP and Call of Duty points? This is incredible. I can't believe it. Soldier, get a hold of yourself. Oh, roger that. Look for specially marked packaging and visit mtndugaming.com for details and restrictions. Open to U.S. residents 17 plus. Call of Duty points available on 12 and 24 packs and free 20 and 23.